0: Welcome to Podcast, a Pretty Little Liars podcast where we're watching and discussing every
1: episode of Pretty Little Liars one at a time, spoiler free. My name is Emily. I'm Kelly. And I'm Addie. Emily and Kelly have seen all of Pretty Little Liars. And Addie is experiencing the show for
2: the first time.
1: This week we're discussing Season 2, Episode 10, Touched by an Angel.
2: This episode was written by Charlie Craig and Maya Goldsmith and directed by Chad Lowe. Touched by an
1: Angel, originally aired on August 16th, 2011. Touched by an
2: angel. I know, Addy, you're doing a really bad job <laughs> saying this title. Like, hey, I
1: said it the first time I said it.
2: <laughs> um, and
0: So this is the one where Arya finds herself in a difficult position when trying to process Spencer and Emily's news about Jason while dealing with what happened at the park and her undeniable feelings for him. They were at a park. I thought they were in like the middle of town.
2: No, they were definitely by trees. I
0: don't know. Garrett don't and Jenna exactly were watching them, so were. I assumed they were in the middle of town.
2: You don't just make out with people in the middle of town unless you're making out I with make your out teacher. With people in the middle of town only if you're making out with your teacher.
0: Jenna and Garrett are good at just being like in the most awkward places at all times. I like so.
2: how she was like behind that uh, glass. Oh, yeah last week addy's predictions included lucas is dumb jason is an a but is working with a he hates Allie too much <laughs> my prediction was that a is spider-man and then episode specific uh maybe more Allie flashbacks she's gonna touch them she's an angel and dead
1: wait why was it called angel because
0: Emily got a massage. I, that's what I'm assuming Yeah, is. That's Emily the best got a massage from up, A. By. She was touched by hey. A.
2: And, oh. and the letter A was written on that cup by her head. And
0: all of her cereal was A's.
2: <laughs> a went
1: overboard this week.
0: So LJ was like hanging out with the baby on the couch while I was like watching the episode and taking notes. And uh, Emily pours out her cereal, and LJ just goes, "That took a long fucking time. <laughs> they have some issues with cereal in this uh, show. Um, so the previously on for, last, or for this week, previously on Pretty Little Liars. Emma's on the drugs. Ariane fits her in public, but it's still illegal. Mike got arrested for doing a break-in. Dad's getting married. Jenna made a deal about the videos, and Jason is gross and creepy. Those are
2: all accurate.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, And then uh, this episode starts out, and I feel like Spencer and Emily are very wrong in this situation. Because they're, like, accusing Aria of getting kissed by Jason like she did something wrong, when they should be like, oh, my God, why is this creepy guy kissing you? Yeah, like, are you okay?
1: Like, and my right. only thought is because, like they've been warning her to stay away from jason and she's not but again
2: but still that's adult, shitty
0: but an adult like kissed her and and it's not like she said i kissed jason she said jason kissed me and emily told Spencer, she Jason later. kissed her like later she does she say her.
2: i kissed him
0: Yeah, and I have notes on that whole conversation. Oh, I have so many notes on this episode. This episode was really good as far as, like, how awful it was. Like, this is a good episode to, like, pick apart.
2: There was a moment I was watching this um, with Emily, and I looked at her, and I was just like, this is... The episode where Pretty Little Liars becomes what I've always dreamed—like this—is when it becomes my Pretty Little Liars. Like the this is so bad, it's good. I fucking love this shit. Kind of a Pretty lot, Little Little lot of there was a
0: lot of like good stuff in this episode though too. It's like aside from aside from the things that I want to like tear apart, um, Mona, there's like a <laughs> lot of really good. Th- <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of really good things happening in this episode too. Um, but yeah, so, um, also, I have a problem with their accusation that Aria has no idea that she would have been drugged. Like, they're like, Spencer and her, or Spencer and Emily are like, um, he's got pictures of you sleeping or drugged. drugged. And it's like, (laughs) I'm pretty sure Aria would have known that she had been
2: drugged. Yeah, she would have at least like been foggy of like the the time spent together, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I don't understand
0: where that like or drugged thing like came from. It like it just very like left field and maybe that's like a a complaint about the writer's choices, but
2: this I think I don't know. This Unless in my mind like was a, the first episode um where we had two writers.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so this is the first episode that has two credited writers
2: so maybe it was just like a a weird like how to vibe together thing you know
0: or i was i was wondering if maybe there was like some kind of flashback that they cut out somewhere earlier in the season and then they like left this line in
1: and didn't like I just thought they were but, being overdramatic and that, really I mean, they're trying 16, to scare. So Aria yeah, they're trying to, s- to freak Arya out because she's not taking any of these Jason threats seriously. Yeah. These Jason but also, issues? like, who
0: is Spencer to judge who Arya kisses? Because like at this point, her list of boys that she's kissed is like a convicted.
1: But wouldn't then dead Spencer be? Murderer. But then, wouldn't if Spencer has the most experience? kissing inappropriate people wouldn't she know how to point them out?
2: Probably that's a good argument. Um
1: so I also don't understand
0: why Spencer has the responsibility of packing Ian's things. Like that should be something that Spencer's
2: parents I are doing. That was a they already strange. paid for the funeral. But then
1: I was like they left his stuff for so long. Okay just
0: throw all of Ian's shit in a box and donate it to Goodwill. Like Like, Spencer and Toby, like, having the opportunity to go through it, like, obviously so that they can find out about the N.A.T. club. But, like, Melissa would have had that yearbook. So if they really cared to look at a yearbook, they could have gone back and looked at Melissa's. Like, it didn't have to be Ian's. Mm True. Um, But, uh, oh, Spencer's comment, sometimes you have to hurt someone to help them. Like, I get it. But, like, in this situation, they're friend who's also a child got kissed by an adult when she wasn't wanting to be kissed by said adult. This is not a time to hurt someone to help them. This is just a time to help them.
1: Well, I think that was like in reference to later like foreshadowing later on that she's going to Ezra and she's going to break this and like break Arya's trust, hurt her, but to get her help.
0: Yeah, well, I like the way that Arya reacted to that, too. I think the whole Ignoring the fact that Fitz is a grown-up, I think that whole plot line worked out really well. And I also really like that Ella thinks that Spencer and Fitz are fucking. That cracks me up. Well, I'm also glad I it makes so me really feel bad, bad for Ella. I feel bad, I feel bad for Ella in the sense that like she's now concerned for the wrong a child that like she's concerned for a child that like her daughter has been friends with for so long so she's watched like grown up um but she's but missing I just it think in her own
2: child
0: you know i just think it's a very funny like scenario like in the in the shenanigans in sue kind of like wacky misconception and i think it works out really well for the conversation that ella has with aria later where aria's like thinking that something's going to go good and then she gets slapped right across the face with like the truth that we've been saying over and over and over again which is regardless of how close they are in age he's using a position of power to date someone Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not okay and I like that Ella says like I'm not mad I'm disappointed which is a very like jokey parent statement and then she comes back and she's like you know what I changed my mind I'm not disappointed I'd feel betrayed yep yeah and I think that's so important because Fitz is her friend like he's a he's a fellow teacher he's a co-worker he's a colleague like a person that she respected a person
2: that she has invited to her at home on social engagements hmm like someone that she's respected and now he's
0: Byron's colleague Mm -hmm. so someone that like both parents are working with in a capacity and like they're treating like a grown-up even though Ella acknowledges that like he's closer to her daughter's age than to her age this is someone that she's treated like a grown-up and
1: and he's not
0: treating
2: them like a grown-up and he's
0: not acting like a grown-up So, and I have mad respect for Jackie in this episode.
2: Yeah, I don't like her, but she's doing the right thing. I like when she brought up, she was like,
1: college makes you grow up and makes you realize how naive you are. And uh I'm like, Arya, she is trying to help you. Yeah, it might not that. come
2: across as that, but, like, that's what's going on right now. Yeah, and obviously, I don't know, as the
1: viewer, the way they're writing it, they want you to hate Jackie because you're supposed to be pro Ezra and Arya. But it's yeah. like, she... It's like, she well, may and I adore Ezra Jackie. and think Ezra is, like, a good person and all that because they were engaged, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, that's some red flags when you find out your ex is dating a high schooler. Like, that's just... You're gonna try and gently warn the child yeah <laughs>
0: well and that's the thing is like i remember like disliking jackie because i remember rooting like even as a college student watching this for the first time like i was rooting for ezra and aria because that's like that's what you're supposed to root for because that's the way that the show's written and so i remember being like oh, jackie's like an annoying bitch but like
2: Jackie's the sane person in this situation yeah she's the one person that like is actively looking out for this little girl she doesn't even know yeah well and
0: like like a little bit too like keeping keeping Aria completely out of it her friend the same way that like Fitz had that guy that came to the bar for his like poetry reading or whatever
2: oh yeah um,
0: and, like, said something to Fitz about, like, you need to be careful, dude. Like, more than anything, she's probably looking out for Ezra. I mean, they were engaged. Like, you don't just stop caring for someone. Like, even if you break up, there was a reason that they that they were going to get married. Even if the relationship
2: ends, there's always something there. I don't know if she was doing it for Arya as much as she was, or that she was doing it for Fitz as much as she was doing it for Arya. To yeah, me, it felt like, like she was doing it for the, for the young girl, not like her. woman to woman, yeah, like or girl to girl. Because hey, like, not really a woman at this point. but You're making poor decisions, and like, I don't want that to happen to you. You know, like, like you well, know that, she and, may like,
1: have had a very similar situation where she was a young fair. teenager who dated her teacher and thought it was all fun law and perfect and then just being like no your naivete is what's getting you in trouble right now you think it's love but this is someone who's an adult who is doing inappropriate things and that's fair he's a horrible person for doing that
0: i feel like i could respect jackie a little bit more if she stopped calling fitz z
1: i like it they did for so long and they're still
0: friendly that's the the thing that bugs me about it is it feels like the reason she's doing it is to be like like i mean obviously the only time we've seen them interact really is when she's interacting when aria's in the room but it's like the first time we saw it it was because she like saw them making out on his desk pretty obviously and she's like hey z oh i didn't see you there aria and then the second time, it was, like, the same kind of thing. Like, hey, Z, could you blah, blah, blah. Like, it the way that they write it, and I'm sure they're doing this because they want the audience to, like, dislike Jackie. The Like, the way that they make it seem is that she's doing it because she's trying to make Aria jealous. She's trying to be like, I know this guy better than you. Like, but we have a fancy nickname. Which, it, it's 100% she true, does. but, like the way that they set it up is to make it like really obnoxious. And I feel like if she was coming from a, like they're setting her up to come from a place of jealousy instead of setting her up to come from a place of like, this is inappropriate. And if they want her like, or I want her to be like the sane voice in this, they need to make, It seemed like she's more of a sane voice, but obviously, well, I mean, she is (laughs) being—they're gonna fix it ten years later.
1: But she is being incredibly level-headed and sane throughout all of it. All of her interactions, she's not doing anything predatory or like trying to get back with Ezra, and they have a long history. So, I mean, I probably still have that connection, and her calling him Z after knowing him all those years makes sense to me. But it's like, yeah, from Arya's perspective. She's going to assume that Jackie is jealous and wants to get back with Ezra, but it's because she's 100% projecting that she wants to be with Jason, and she likes Jason, and for sure. exterior force trying to mess that up. But like looking at it, Jackie's handling it very well, and she's trying to...
2: She's trying to subtly fix it.
1: (laughs) She's trying to fix
2: it without getting anyone in trouble.
1: Yeah, and I think also just very much show, like, Ezra, I know what's going on here. Like, mm-hmm. fucking be smarter Well, that's than this. the
0: thing is they act like nobody has caught them. But, like, like, like Ella, like, oh, I saw Spencer and Ezra in the car kind of intimately. It's like half the, over half the town has seen Aria and Ezra in a car intimately.
1: But it hasn't been Ella yet
0: right but it just like it's one of those things where it's just it's so shocking that like no one has said anything to Ella because like Spencer and Fitz were just as careful as Aria and Fitz have been the whole time (laughs) like the way the town talks like somebody would have come to Ella and been like I saw a girl that looks awfully like your daughter Aria making out with a teacher in a car (laughs)
1: Well, it's like, it just, though, anytime she's gotten in his car, it's been later at night. We know Noel saw them.
2: They made out in a parking lot of a college that her dad they, they worked They made out, out in the parking
0: but, lot of the
1: school, of the high
0: school. But oh, yeah. granted, the day that, that
1: camera shot showed, there was no one else nearby. Like, this yeah. was a scene well, where there was There's like, always invisible. someone. <laughs> I know, and definitely of saw the- it.
0: This is one of those shows, though, where like if you don't see the person finding out the information, then they don't know it.
1: But it's I mean, like if you look at the way it's shot, there aren't there aren't people around other than at the college where they'll gently touch each other's hands. And it's like unless you're really scoping out every single person, those can be overlooked. But they haven't been like overtly on top of each other and flaunting the relationship while we as a viewer actively see other people right?
0: like there's this there was this scene when Fitz first started working at the college where they kiss and then the camera pans over to Jackie like watching them like those this is the kind of show that the way that it's But shot. who's gonna
1: know on that college campus other than Jackie right, like, right. that's a kid
0: but that's what i mean is like like that the only way that you know that jackie knows that they're together is because they obviously panned to her like if they if they wouldn't have done that you could assume that jackie has no idea
1: well exactly that's why i don't think anyone's so, going to tell ella because where they've because been the public done it, has been they haven't like filmed at the college campus they've been alone at night yeah if someone's spying on ezra's apartment but for the most part they haven't done anything super public where everyone who knows them is right um,
0: like uh for the date for example like when he picked her up in the limo in front of his apartment there was no like overt even though there it, was it, 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 background I mean, actors shows... there was no overt like someone saw them yeah, which exactly. means no like, one saw them Yep. right but like obviously like common sense someone has to have seen them
1: i um, mean if they did it i bet a right saw now. them <laughs> well, yeah, we've brought up oh, yeah. A, has a, seen them a million everything. times. everything, uh, but again, it's just like this show is not too sleight of hand where they're like, "Oh, there's a crowd of people that have definitely seen you, but we never filmed them." Right,
0: right. So it's this is one of those yeah, shows. And I mean, Spencer. Where, like, Spencer did this on the screen. It hasn't like it's not. Well, Spencer
1: a thing. did this in the middle of the day at school gotten his car he's no longer a teacher there like that's just very out of character she has not done that
0: I thought that scene was very well handled in the sense that like Fitz like freaks out that a child is in his car yeah that was one of his students she calls him Ezra and then like both of them are like uh and then she backtracks and she's like Mr. Fitz and he's like that's better like that's how he should be handling Aria and he's not Literally because he met her the day before he became, or he was aware that he was her teacher. Because he was already technically her teacher. But, like, he handled Spencer being in his car the way that he should have been handling the Aria situation from day one.
2: Yeah. Yep. He but we,
1: that ship has sailed.
0: But yeah, so back in the episode order, we barely made it to the point where Emily pours all the A cereal out, but we've talked about so much of the episode out of order that we can kind of skip around. But um, I wanted to uh, talk about the scene with Hannah and her mom, where she says, Hannah says, Emily got up early to go to swim practice, and Ashley's like, she can't swim, and Hannah goes. She just sits by the pool, hoping someone will push her in. <laughs> so dumb. Um, also, apparently, Emily and Hannah are still sharing a room.
1: Yeah, there—that makes sense to me. It hasn't been that much but time since. The last I guess that's your, the like, timeline of this, of
2: this show is kind of short. It's not consistent um, either. Yeah, like time passes in various lengths. So and then Hannah gets a card
0: from Dad, being excited that she's going to be there on his wedding day. And then Hannah just planned on not
1: going to school. That was I that mean whole it's scene. optional, she's like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and Mom's well, like, like she says later on, she she's gonna, she's gonna pick <laughs> her school like she picks her handbags from a catalog from a catalog. Um, then we pop over to
0: the school, and Jason is touching a male student weirdly on the shoulder. What whatever kid he's counseling. He's, like, inappropriately touching a minor, and, like, he needs to stop. That feels Too like a adults, general
2: theme of the show.
0: That's the theme of the show, is adults inappropriately touching minors. But, I like, I'd just like to note that Jason's not discriminating. He's just touching all minors
2: inappropriately.
1: I mean, that's still discriminating. He's touching all only minors.
2: Only minors. We don't know that it's only minors, to be honest. I don't know. He didn't
0: touch Garrett inappropriately that at the end of saw, the episode.
2: That we saw. He was a little standoffish <laughs> with Garrett.
0: Yeah. Well, Garrett brought beer and he's apparently sober.
2: Jason so is that's sober? Like, yeah. Oh, I must have missed That's, why, that.
0: that's what that's I why got Jason... from the
1: reference.
0: Because Jason mentioned in a, a couple episodes back uh, about how he was like, Trying not to do those things because he couldn't remember the entire summer that Allie disappeared. And so he's been kind of. To make up, up for it, act. I'll
1: just take pictures of sleeping underage girls. Right. Well, well he didn't take
2: those. Allie he didn't did. take
1: them. Allie took them. So then okay, he framed them and gave ca- them to really aria which I still think is creepy. That excuse that Allie took those photos. I don't like, buy that
0: regard, regardless of whether you buy it or not framing them and gifting them to aria is still fucking creepy oh, yeah. i would I not like, i would not want a picture sense. of that like that of me in a frame
2: a, a sleeping photo that i didn't know was taken by somebody that like i wasn't being intimate with i think would freak me out especially yeah. like the super close-ups and
1: all that and then you get a massive blown up photo I was yeah. I was developing these photos just for you. Oh I happened to move all that equipment the same day that I got caught with all that, that stuff there just because the it's thing. expensive. Oh. Like lie after lie after lie okay. after lie.
0: Well, if he, it was expensive moved- and you were worried about it, why would why did you leave the key on top of the door frame? Jason's not smart. None of the people on the show are smart. So it's not, not called pretty all. smart liars, um, Emily. They'll called conversation? pretty dumb liars. So, my notes about whatever conversation aria and jason have in the hallway I, this whole conversation is awful i feel so gross As yeah. my oh, oh. Oh. and he... she did ask him a direct question because he like accuses her of nobody asking direct questions and she's like i did like she walked up and she said why do you have pictures of me and then he accuses her of not asking a direct question Gross, the whole conversation's awful. It.
1: It's just it's well, then I was like, Why are you believing him? He's lied left and right through this, and he has a perfect excuse for everything, which usually isn't the case. And then, of course, that camera backs up and we see Jenna, right? And she's just there. Um, also,
0: I'm I don't understand why their therapist is at the
1: school. I assumed but, it was probably because for the college fair she probably went to one of the colleges and maybe to advocate uh, for being a like studying psych that was my assumption yeah I thought it had she said to do with, she like, had a presentation yeah that she had, she had, to had a meet a presentation with
0: the... for the principal so like I don't know if maybe the school like recommends her as a therapist because she's Semi-local, and well, probably also the amount of shit that's kids. happened in
1: this school in the last like right. six months. I'm sure like a lot maybe of kids
0: she, need therapy. Maybe she was doing like on-campus counseling, and maybe that's how like Spencer's mom found her in the first place. It just it was like one of those things where they wrote it in to be convenient that she happened to be on the campus. Um uh, But the problem I had with her on campus is that Ella's like, uh my needs a therapist and she's like i don't recommend siblings seeing the fam- same therapist so let me recommend other people for you but then why are you okay with the
2: four girls seeing you because i feel like because the they girls have had uh, the girls are seeing her about the same situation about a situation they are all collectively involved in whereas mike is seeing her about a different situation that could potentially involve aria at times do you know what I mean? Me, the girls okay. are talking about what's happening to all of them, not what's happening between them. Do you know what I okay. mean?
0: It's not, like, interpersonal. It's, like, an exterior thing. Okay. That's my That's assumption, fair.
1: anyway. She might not do family therapy, either. Like, where she doesn't the the conflict. She doesn't want to see people in the maybe, same family.
0: Maybe. Well, the the. The other thing, too, is that, like, what Kelly pointed out, it's, like, separate situations. Oh, so yeah. it wouldn't necessarily be, like, family therapy, but it's, like, um, like things may overlap, and she doesn't want to, like, Had know bias. things that Aria says. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Aria will say some things that may involve Mike, and Mike will say some things that may involve Aria, and that way she can be impartial. That's yep. fair. But, like, by that regard, too, in theory, with the girls, like – they should be looking at the girls as separate entities too i feel like with certain things because they all have different perspectives but, but it the makes whole sense because they're all dealing them to... with the alley grief
1: yeah but the whole point was to was for them to go to therapy together and deal with it and then the therapist from there was like no we should probably have you all be separate because yeah well cuz them
0: being together was obviously not yielding results as far as we could see cuz they all kept just looking at each other and then not um what else happens oh um Fitz shows up to college day with jackie and then uh aria freaks out and then emily is very unrelaxed and drops all of her things on the floor and then the therapist um sh- like walks up to emily is like let's have a session and em says okay uh, because, like, they start, they, like, we're already talking, and then the therapist is like, let's move this to the office. And I was like, yes, never have conversations in public. What are you doing? Because of A. Um, and then we flash over to them discovering the NAT club.
2: Which I think meant
0: we, we see all, right? Something like that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two things from this scene that I really like, well, no, the, we see all comes later, I guess, but two things from this, like back and forth that I really like is (laughs) Spencer says the Hastings motto, why enjoy today when you could be worrying about tomorrow? And then later when they're talking about the NET club, uh, Toby says, didn't you take Latin? And she's like, yeah, I got a five on my AP, but it doesn't mean I remember any of it. And if that's not high school, I don't know what is. Like, I got a perfect score on the test, but, like, any of it stuck. Yeah. Uh, also, they all look
1: 40 in their senior portraits in that yearbook. Especially Ian and Jason. Yeah. Are they not 40? Not when they're
0: seniors in high school. They're not. Yeah, but, like, the be.
2: actors probably are.
0: Right, I but think they have-
1: they're that old.
0: Really? they've been out of high school for like at least four years at this point like they should look a little look younger in their
1: yearbook photos <laughs> yeah
0: i hope i don't look that old oh fitz walks across the room hands aria a brochure and then says something about the professors being very hands-on yeah and i very threw handy. up
2: oh. in my mouth disgusting this is very gross um and then this But is if anyone the... was
1: listening, they wouldn't know what he meant.
2: It's still disgusting.
1: Oh yeah, but <laughs> I like think they would know. Slick. He
2: had a tone. You would he know what he meant.
1: Well, it's also and... like how people uh, advertise Ithaca is that for TVR was very hands-on production right
2: away. Yeah, and but you like, didn't say it the way that he said it. You don't say
0: you don't say the teachers are very hands-on you know you say it's, very say that, you say it's a very hands-on he on didn't program. say it like
2: that though he You just said the professors winks. are very hands-on no. so like if you're a passerby, he violent, said it twice he's no here's what happened if, if it's like at Ithaca, it up. at Ithaca they would say something like oh it's a very hands-on program but how fit said it was I'm sure you'll find the teachers are very hands-on Like, and there was a little shoulder thing to it, and there was, like, a lean-in, and it was the professors are hands-on, not Okay, but if you're
1: walking by and, like, not fully, like, engaged in the conversation, like, that's what, like, how he said it could, like, couldn't really be interpreted as sexy flirting. Ugh.
0: Yeah, it was really great. I did not like it.
1: Though I'd later when Jackie comes out to talk with him when he's talking with Aria and the whole like I kissed Jason thing happened, I really like how she's like, I don't want to leave the booth, so can you go to the car? And I'm like, But you left the booth, the booth is alone, (laughs) you have both left.
2: There is no booth.
0: What, Miss Montgomery? I think you'll find that the teachers are very hands on. What,
1: Miss Montgomery, have you considered Bowles and... College? They have a wonderful arts program, and I think you'll find the teachers are very hands on. And. No, and he just. No, he does no shoulder thing. He just looks at her and she walks off. I don't yeah. know. Well, but the, he says, he's like, I
0: think you'll find that the teachers are very hands on
2: are very hands-on but see it's it's gentle in how he says
1: it but it's not he's not like "Ooh, they're very we know what he means obviously we we can all read between the lines but but i'm just arguing that all the kids around them at school would not think he's but also the way he approaches her says what miss
0: montgomery like you walked right up to her like, Small town. don't be don't be surprised that she's there. You made the effort to cross the room. Um, so then, uh, Jackie says two lines to Aria. It really like going to college really helps you grow up, and you'll realize how naive you were. And I wrote burn, except I agree with Jackie, and I think she's uh, making a very good statement to Aria. Um, and then. Hannah took Mona to Philly to go try on bridesmaid okay. dresses, and first I don't of, like them as friends.
1: Well, first of all, why is Mona going with Hannah? Hannah is arguably much closer with the other ones, so I'm like, mm. but then I thought, okay, maybe the other three are taking this college thing more seriously. But, again, but also, it's fashion. Why are they taking Mona? Like and her, Mona?
0: her and Mona are friends like superficially because of the fashion and the like whatever
1: um but and then like, becoming is, it
0: girls together she so.
1: manipulates hannah in every conversation to get what she wants she makes hannah feel bad for being hannah she makes hannah feel stupid oh, for 100%. being hannah the-
0: Mona is the worst friend and it makes no sense why like I wouldn't want that person coming with me to try on a dress especially for like my father's wedding because like in that moment no matter how bad it is like a friend should be supportive but like I also like Mona is the friend that like Hannah's trying to for some reason maintain a friendship with and this is the kind of thing that it makes sense that she would Bring Mona on because it's superficial and it doesn't require like true friendship.
1: Yeah, but I'd still want supportive people around me. Not Mona. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Especially I, after I, when she's like when they're after losing the horses, she just like you're just not trying hard enough, Hannah. That, oh, I and when so she mad. gets all angry, oh, and I
0: had to go back. Because when Mona pulls the helmet off of the, like, button, I was convinced that Mona put the helmet there on purpose, so I had to go back and watch it. Hannah's the one
1: that throws it on the counter all willy-nilly. And then I don't, like, I don't hear what word is it. Because Mona lies about the whole thing. She knows she's going to make Hannah look bad, but Mona's going to look good all of it Mm -hmm. and then even as hannah keeps talking while that speaker's on that mona notices is on mona doesn't stop her she just watches and lets it burn
0: yeah and then like pretends like she can't find where the speaker button was or maybe she could maybe she didn't know but she definitely noticed the speaker was on the other thing that um hannah points out to mona that like is 100% true is when you realize that kate was more country club than whatever all of a sudden you wanted to be friends with her and like Mo- i i note my note was mona's very good at pretending to be like this kind of person she's a
1: social climber she wants to be the alpha dog all the time but she, knows, she has to just lie just her way up and french. she's bad at it
2: she's that french yeah
1: also Margox that Had me laughing so hard. (laughs) Also,
0: Bitsy as a nickname for Elizabeth, I think, is really funny and
2: cute. I hate it. Bitsy is what you call a a cat.
0: I think Bitsy is a good name for, like, a kid. I feel like at the age that they're at, you'd maybe outgrow the Bitsy nickname.
2: It seemed like Bitsy was trying to because she introduced herself as Elizabeth. Well, no. Elizabeth was in her helmet. Hannah's like uh,
0: Elizabeth, or Mona's like Elizabeth, and um, she goes, "That's me." And then Kate goes, "You can call her Bitsy." And hands her that. Right, that's, but you that's can I mean, tell that, that like, like
2: Kate is the one that says, "This is what you should call her." Elizabeth was fine oh, being of called like, Elizabeth, like as she's someone correct,
1: as someone whose uh, legal name is not what I like to be called. It's very infuriating when other people tell you to call you something that you don't like being called. It's very, very obnoxious and Um, it makes you feel very unhappy and uncomfortable because then people, when you ask them to call you your name, they tell you, oh, well, that's not what I've been told to call you. Isn't that not your name? And you're like, no, why would you trust someone else's word over mine? It's very... As a personal that hit me hard.
0: (laughs) The other thing I'm wondering too is if it was written that way to kind of um, imply that Kate is trying to be friends. Because like the way the way that I read it is that like, oh, like you're part of the group. You can just call her Bitsy the way that we do.
2: That is not how Um, it came across to me. Yeah, no. But like then, but then at the end when. Kate's
0: doing a blackmail, it's like Kate is the dominating one in the friendship. And is like, we call her Bitsy, so that's what you have
1: to call her. I mean, she's just a straight up Mona. Yeah, Anna has Mona as a stepsister now. Yeah. Yikes.
0: That's that's I, I definitely remember Kate being the worst. And so like I haven't been excited about this for a long time. Um so Emily is in the massage place and the masseuse is very nice.
2: Yeah, she's um, sweet.
0: And then they go through all the yearbooks and that's where they find conveniently at the right time they find the shirt that happens to have NAT on it and like I love that
1: when that. she looks that up on her phone it goes through Bing.
0: I'm yes, like,
1: no one uses Bing.
0: Bing. No one. Um the Vampire Diaries also used Bing, so what I'm wondering is if Bing decided to, like, pay a bunch of TV shows in that, like, general time frame, the 2011 era, to, like, utilize their service on well, TV. Well, it's like, I even, right Maybe. there,
1: when I was bringing that up, I had to hold off on saying she Googled it, because it's like... No, you're searching it. It's like the whole idea of yeah. Kleenex Bing, versus dish. tissue, like how in mm-hmm. Xerox or machine versus like,
0: adhesive bandage.
1: Well, because it's just like like Kleenex has fought for you to call them tissues, not Kleenex, because if you refer to every tissue as Kleenex, it devalues their brand.
0: Yeah, they're facial tissues. So then um they go and they're in horsey outfits, and I wrote Bitsy, no, because that's i think it's a cute nickname but not for a like older person um that isn't like 80 also in bob's burgers there's a chihuahua named bitsy uh and that's the connection that i have in the old lady that owns bitsy in florida thinks that bitsy got eaten by a snake oh well, i do I'm so
2: that.
0: yeah and then the kids find the dog and then the dog's in love with the snake it's a whole thing um and then what what is weird man. Oh, they you cut to the Apple Rose Grill where Jason is presenting Ariel with the framed photos. Yeah, and I was just like, why would you want those framed? They're the worst. And then Toby and Spencer see them interacting. Uh, and then Hannah likens Mona to a cockroach during the apocalypse. Yeah, that sounds about is.
2: right.
0: And Mona calls Hannah a total crank.
2: Wow, I don't why don't remember people that being use
0: prank as, like, a word? I don't remember that being a slang, <laughs> but I enjoyed it.
2: I feel like it's one of those slangs that, like, one person said ever in TV. People were like, that's a thing kids say. And then they kept putting it in things, but nobody actually says it. Yeah. Fair.
0: Um, and then... Uh, Emily's masseuse comes in and says are you ready to get started and Emily's like you weren't in here Um, and then there's the A on
2: the water glass I don't think that the water glass would last that long with the A on it so substantially the condensations would have dripped that's what I'm saying it wouldn't have stayed so perfect for so long I think it's some bullshit and
1: also with how long that because it's like aren't massages normally like 30 to 60 minutes like you usually have them in a 30 so i'm like if that lady was running like only 10 minutes late like that was a really quick massage that i was in there for yeah right a and then my other thought i was like oh i bet you a set up something so that lady had to be late so A could be in there for a little bit of time because emily's never had a massage she's not gonna know that i also i've never had a massage either
0: Also, I think it's interesting that A was convincingly enough a masseuse.
2: Well, she's never had one. Yeah, but like, if you're a bad masseuse, I feel like the person you're massaging would Would know know. like something's wrong.
1: I don't know. Um, I mean, I have zero experience, so I don't know, but I'm like... A probably... I figure A knows how to give a semi-massage. Anything that's, like, relaxing.
2: You think a crazy that's person not, knows how to do massaging?
1: I mean, if a crazy person is gonna sit in a tree in a graveyard in the middle of the night... They're gonna watch massage YouTube videos. Yeah, I cause feel what like else they're gonna you know do? how to do a lot of things. Because clearly, right now, they know how to do a lot of things. Right. Though, so, however, uh, I was upset because Mona was in the forest and A was being mean to Emily so I'm like if Mona's not a I'm pissed but then at the ending when Spencer or they were like I bet you it's a group of people and I was like oh that's a good prediction I have that now <laughs>
0: <laughs> writing it down um and then Spencer got into Fitz's car and Ella sees them which we already kind of talked about um and then Aria goes to a secondary location with Jason, and my you only note never for that scene
1: is you never location. go to a secondary location. I just don't get why Aria went with him at all after yeah. all of these red flags,
2: oh, and so she even flags. brought up of
1: like what so many red flags. Oh, yeah. Where I was like, you could he could literally bring you that box at another point, but then I didn't like how he like made the joke about like, or I could just wait until your friends break in. I'm like, Arya, don't back down. Your friends broke in for a good fucking reason, and they yeah. found some terrifying stuff. But here you are, Jason, playing Master Manipulator, like, I
0: I also thought, don't go to the woodshed. That's where Jason does a murder. So never go to the woodshed.
2: That's just, like, good advice gonna... in general. You know? Right. Someone else can like, go get in...
0: the wood. Don't go to a secondary location. Don't go to the woodshed. Survive the horror movie.
1: And then um I was glad when uh Ezra showed up. Yeah. It made I, me happy.
0: There's there's like from the perspective of like good boyfriend, I'm glad that he listened to Spencer and showed up from the perspective of like dominatey situation, like let aria make her own decisions but like jason's also an adult like this whole situation is just so hard to like be okay with on any side because aria or uh, ezra shows up like aria i'm well, here to protect I mean, you but like spencer
1: tells ezra that hey jason we found pictures have a of person. Yeah. well a he may have murdered someone we found creepy pictures of aria sleeping and her lips in jason's like locked shed I mean, oh, if it definitely was a good choice. That would have been horrifying. But I didn't take that in a controlly way that he showed up. I took that in. He's like, I'm going to protect you because clearly, like, you don't understand that this person's bad. And especially after their conversation where she was like, extra forces are trying to do, like, ruin our relationship. And yeah. I kissed Jason. No, it's, like, it's
0: 100% good that he showed up because... Jason's creepy as
1: fuck. Also, him being like,
0: "What did he? What did he say to her? You're unbelievable. You're the one that kissed a girl that has a boyfriend that's also a child, and you're gonna call her unbelievable for kissing her boyfriend in your I mean, driveway." He's
1: gonna try and make her feel as guilty as possible, yeah. it's so will stay with him. That's what's What it's all, it's all, all these adults and Mozart. It's growth, uh, and then. Um, And then, let's see. Oh, uh,
0: Mona and Hannah um, are in the thing taking off their riding gear. And Hannah says, is a hell of a skank. And I I don't condone it, but I laughed. But also, from Hannah's perspective, this woman cheated with her father on her mother.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, like be like if anyone calls either. But if anyone calls your mom a skank, like
0: you just automatically don't like the person. Kate deserved to be upset, but like also I feel like Kate and Hannah shouldn't be trying to be friends. Like I get that they're gonna be they should be trying to be civil, but like this is too much. Like they don't well this is they don't understand. But like this situation
1: wouldn't have happened without Mona. Like that their relationship could have continued slowly and naturally, but Mona forced mm-hmm. this to all happen. And Mona knows when Hannah gets like pinned in the corner yeah. and gets overwhelmed, Mon- she. You know, her tongue gets twisted. She says dumb things. And Kate's friends are going to defend
0: Kate. But, like, in this situation, Kate's mom's the one that did the bad thing and, like, not to condemn someone for, like, a mom's mistakes. But Hannah then also said she doesn't care if
1: those bitches go to hell. Like, she got very aggressive because Mona pushed a bit.
0: Oh, Mona pushed her buttons 100%, like, and goaded her because Mona knows that Hannah's going to react like that.
1: Mm -hmm. Because she made Hannah feel like crap for being Hannah by telling Hannah you're not trying. You need to try harder. Yeah, you need to be better. (laughs) You should know French the way
0: I knew French to impress Monique. Margot. Margot? Whatever. Margox. Margox. Um, Yeah, but it was
1: um, like Mona
0: definitely intentionally did
1: like push Hannah's buttons to get her to react that way. Uh, and whether um, if she knew the p a system was on or not, it's Mona's end game always to make Hannah feel isolated yeah. and alone, and that Mona's the only person that will accept her uh, well, because... and I'm sure that
0: Mona knows about Hannah's feelings like in this situation too, because like they were friends and very close friends for the entire time that the girls were separate. Yeah, um, but
1: I don't think it was genuine friends. Yeah, I think it and was. Then, was a, like, to like Mona. Said I'm sure Hannah so shared not things. That long, you
0: know, but like, I'm sure Hannah shared things with Mona in the like.
1: Well, again, I think it was Hannah to Mona was a genuine friendship, but Mona to Hannah was not because Mona knew that with Allison gone, she could be the top alpha, and right. Hannah's the most easily manipulated because she's like an abused dog. She keeps coming back every time she gets hit
0: but that's what i'm saying is like is like hannah probably told mona things about her parents situation that mona was able to like know that hannah was gonna say shitty stuff about. exactly she's manipulating hannah
1: yeah she's manipulating hannah to isolate hannah so hannah continues to rely on mona and realize mona accepts me for who i am but she doesn't. She accepts her because she'll do whatever Mona wants because Mona's trained her to do that. She learned from Allison quite well.
0: For sure. And like, it's not Kate's fault that her mom slept with Hannah's dad. So like Hannah doesn't have like a right to take it out on Kate, but like they definitely don't need to be friends at this point. Like they should, It like it should have been a much more gradual thing. And, and Mona, like you said, Addie, Mona like pushed it way faster than it needed to be pushed um oh and then jenna's just sitting on spencer's couch in the next scene because mom let them in or let jenna in but like also jenna's talking about a lot of things very publicly with spencer's mom just like somewhere in the house because if spencer's mom like let her in she's there somewhere yeah
1: Yeah, but spencer's parents don't pay attention to them
2: yeah Plus, they'll take anyone but Spencer's side in whatever situation. But also, Jenna's blind, so, like, mom could have been standing in the kitchen the whole time and
0: wouldn't have known. And, like, she doesn't want anybody to know well, about I think Spencer videos. would have said hi to her
1: mom. I don't know. I, uh... Well, again, the camera, if it doesn't show she's there, right. she's not there. But, like, it just, it seems like a very
0: uncareful thing for Spencer to, or not Spencer, for I mean, Jenna to do, to just Jenna's... be like, I don't want anybody to know about these videos, let's talk about these but videos. Jenna
1: still has ears. Like, if mom walks away, she can hear that, like. That's true. Jenna's being calculated, she knows what's up, and I don't think mom is there. And also, mom it could be upstairs trying to clear out more shit. Um. That's but true. also, Jenna doesn't Jenna doesn't now. say anything explicit, and neither does Spencer. They're both, you know, tiptoeing around all of it and just saying, like, we had a pact. Like, uh, stop well, digging. Then,
0: the other thing, too, is that, like, Spencer, um, like, starts saying things kind of openly. So, like, if I was Jenna and I had been vague, Spencer saying things kind of openly implies that the mom's not around either because... Like Jenna knows that Spencer wants to keep these things a secret.
2: Um
0: what else is going on? Uh oh, the uh Ezra and Arya talk about like how keeping their relationship a secret is tearing them apart. And my like commentary my like head commentary was like, no, keeping it a secret is keeping you out of jail. Um, and then Jason's not allowed to be mad because he also wants to date a child, and like neither of them should be trying to date Aria. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they both need to
2: just like chill the fuck out.
1: Yeah, and then I like how uh, I like though when how Jenna leaves, and Spencer's like, I know about you and Garrett, and you see Jenna oh, like visibly yeah. nervous. Yeah, and then I like how she tells. Garrett like Spencer You need to talk us. with Jason
0: But I Also there's no way that Garrett Didn't see them standing outside the window Come on he knows that they know um,
1: Well the camera didn't show that he saw right. us, So he
0: didn't see it uh, And then Hannah's eating pudding and dad Called and Kate didn't tell the truth yeah. um, All
1: I wrote there Was Hannah's fucked
0: And then Kate's doing a blackmail and calls Hannah A horse
2: Hannah's a horse yeah, because yeah, she's, she's like, like, you, she's have like you have to break in a horse. break their
1: spirit and um, whatever. I mean, at um, that point, I would straight up just own up to my mom exactly what happened, tell dad what happened, and it's like, boom, Kate has yeah. zero power over this situation. Well, it's the same thing
0: with the Mike situation. Like, Aria could have just told mom and dad that Mike was sneaking around, and it wouldn't have been as bad, mm-hmm. like... Kate trying to blackmail Hannah is probably worse than Hannah like having an upset moment. Because yeah, they're all Hannah stupid. Hannah can apologize and say I was just mad because Mona was pushing my buttons. And Kate will be like, Yeah, well, I was just trying to blackmail her because I hate the fucking bitch or whatever, and it makes Kate look like a worse person.
1: Well, and it's also even if Ha- or Kate tries to be like I didn't say that I didn't call about that it's like doesn't matter No, it doesn't Hannah, matter but- there's nothing
0: to hold over Hannah's head anymore yeah. so even if they don't believe Kate or believe Hannah that Kate was like doing yeah. a bad thing like everything's out in the air now so there's nothing to hold over her um, and then Aria's going through the box that Jason gave her of Allie's things and it's a box of seemingly unimportant things which I like they're important to Allie but like i I have one of those boxes It's like ticket stubs and like little trinkets here and there that like if anybody else looked at it wouldn't mean anything but it all meant stuff to me yeah i think most Um, people have a box like that and then we get a really good mom and aria moment
1: yeah
0: i love ella I think it's good that Ella like reassessed the Mike situation and like came back to it with a clear head in this episode where in last episode it was kind of like dad was like hey we should be worried about him because my brother you know was like this and Ella basically is like well Mike's not your brother
1: but I think that was more in a reassuring way to be like we have hope here like He's not your brother. Don't go to that dark place yet. That's how I read that, where she was trying to do like it's not there yet. Like, don't we're gonna help him in every way because it, what it seems like is that no one was there to help Byron's brother. Yeah, Byron's yeah. brother didn't have any help, and the she's way... trying to point out this isn't the same situation. We care for him, and also, Mike isn't your brother. Like, there right, are different. Right, right. There's the circumstances very different.
0: Right. Well, the other way, the way that we kind of talked about it last week was Ella kind of looking at it like, well, I didn't raise a depressed child Um, because that was kind of the way, like the way that we were talking about it last week is the, that's the way it kind of felt that it came off was like Byron was trying to be like, look, we need to do something for Mike. And Ella was like, but Mike's fine. So it'll be fine. Um, But like, obviously that's not the way that she's looking at it in this episode. So even if it came across that way last week in the way that the line was delivered or whatever, like, I'd have to go back and watch it to remember why I felt that way about it. Um,
1: But yeah, no, I just felt uh, that she was reassuring him to be like, she's like doing something. It's not the same person. It's not the same situation. Like we're going to get through this.
0: I think it was the line reading for me. Like she didn't, um, the actress like didn't quite say it in what felt like a reassuring way to me but, but i have to in go, those moments when
1: byron like is clearly catastrophizing and jumping to yeah. the worst case scenario that my son might pretend, well if they're alluding to the brother killed himself or something jumping to that conclusion that my son did that she needs to say something to like snap the logic right. cut through his like anxious wall or uh, spiraling thoughts and being like he is not your brother does that and also, like again, how I took it was more reassuring.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Well, and then, um, so then, mom's asking Arya about therapy, and being like, "Hey, can you kind of tell your brother that it's going to be fine? Like, therapy doesn't make you uncool." And Arya's like, "Mom, I got this." And then I think Ella does a really good job of bringing up the fit situation, um, and like addressing the fact that like she saw Sp- like I think Ella handles that beautifully the fact that she saw Spencer in the car with Fitz. I think it's like well written because it they could have done the cliche thing where like Arya says, "Well, I'm dating Fitz." and before like Ella says, "Well, I saw Spencer with Fitz." um and so I think they do a really good job of like not um sharing the aria i think for the first time aria
1: was able to read a situation and realize like okay let's tiptoe around what mom what mom knows before i jump the gun
0: Um, and i think mom has really good advice and really good like insight because she's a grown-up talking to a child so i think that like this whole scene was well written for the situation and mom talking about being betrayed which we kind of talked about earlier in our recording um, about how, like, Fitz is a colleague to her and Byron, and it would, like, be a betrayal if he was dating someone that was like her daughter because, like, Spencer has been a friend of Arya's for so long.
1: Um, and she's just a child. hmm And then we get Garrett and Jason.
0: Uh, well, first, they bring tea to Emily, because she's freaking out.
1: What okay. nice Or Spencer people. gives tea to Emily. And
0: then Aria busts in and immediately asks about Emily instead of, like, accusing Spencer or arguing with Spencer about her thing. So I thought that was really appropriate. Because
1: I think Aria finally came to her senses about mm-hmm. that one. I also, like, Aria
0: wasn't mad at Spencer. So I think, like, if Arya would have come in angry, and, like, why would you do that to me, it would have been different. But because she wasn't mad at Spencer... Um,
1: she came. Yeah, in that's and she why looked, I mean that's Emily. Okay, that's why I think she came to her senses, realizing that Spencer did the right thing. So she's not angry. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think it's very cute the way that they filmed that scene with them like talking over each other, and it was just I like when they have fun friend moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and Spencer says uh something about being afraid for her because she because you're tiny and I love you. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Um, You're really tiny and I love you. That's what she says. Uh, And then I like that they, like, share this friend moment. And then Aria also, like, includes Spencer on, like, hey, my mom thought you were dating Fitz because you were in the car together. Like, I like the moments when they tell each other things Because a lot of the drama in this show is just, like, about characters not knowing things. And so when information is shared, it's just generally good. uh, Because Mm -hmm. nobody can, like, hold it against them. And then we get to Garrett and Jason on the porch and it's creepy.
1: Yep. And we don't know what matters. So. But it matters because Garrett's the cop. (laughs)
0: Dun-dun. And then A goes
2: to therapy. Yay! That's what we've been waiting for this whole time. And maybe A will stop terrorizing them. Maybe. Oh my God! What a delightful end to like, it just A goes to therapy. A just sends like an apology text, and then the rest of the series just them uh, like bopping around America and like spending time on boats and like. A just sends a text message. lol, my bad.
0: <laughs> I'm a more evolved person now. Sorry for all of this. XOXO gossip squirrel. Oh my gosh. So boop, boop skidoo. Um Yeah. I think that's it. I thought it was weird that the that they showed A's like gloves and and hoodie on the coat rack because the therapist was like it felt very like forced. The therapist is like, "It's cold in here," and like grabs the sweater but or the shawl or whatever. But obviously, it needed to be done because those A scenes are kind of over dramatized most of the time anyway. But woo,
2: but yeah, that was touched by an A. Jill um, the only prediction yeah. that Addie made during our discussion was that A is a bunch of people <laughs> which is Thanks the prediction Spencer,
0: Spencer made
2: um, so next week we'll be watching and discussing season 2 episode 11 I must confess Addie what do you think that means I must confess
1: maybe (laughs) maybe emily talks to the therapist that's and maybe hannah confesses to her dad i don't know i don't know i don't have too many thoughts for that one
2: yeah so i think that's it that's all the secrets we can share today
0: for all of our updates, or if you just want to say hi, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at podcast.
2: Or you can send us an email at podcast at gmail.com.
1: Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. We'd like to extend our thanks to Tim Buell for the marvelous music.
2: And a thank you to Anne Allen for the amazing artwork.
1: And an extra special thank you to you for listening.
2: Until Until next time, bitches. bitches.